0: The Bulls have three seconds to try a shot and try to win the game. This is the Notebook Wagering Show on the Wild Style Network. Here are your hosts, Q, Smitty, Matt, and Jay Cam.
1: Hey, it's Wednesday night, Notebook Wagering, live from the Salisbury Center, fueled by Monster Energy. I am Smitty. I am in studio. I got my man up in Pittsburgh nails. What is happening? My good friend.
0: Ooh, whirlwind of activity, buddy. Friends in town after Turkey day. It's been a lot of gambling, a lot of drinking, a lot of smoking cigars, way too much eating. But that's <laughs> all good stuff, especially when you're winning some money. <laughs> I want to give a little shout out to, uh, Visa and Pauly. I hit that Royale with cheese. I hope he actually checks out his Twitter slash X. Maybe he'll catch it on there tweet it out. But yeah, it's been a fun little whirlwind here. Back to reality. Cold is here. Christmas on the horizon. Let's talk some football.
1: You're talking, you're, you're living back like you're 21, 22 years old. That's, that's great, my friend. I like that so much. Yeah, we got a lot of action here. Let's dive into it. Any live bets? Let's talk. That's what we do. We're trying to win money. Last week, I felt bad. I gave out three games before, you know, we came on and the three games already started. I went through, you know, on those and then I gave out two or three and then they were big losers. So I kind of felt bad, but that's the way it is. You gave out a nice win last Wednesday with the USC game. Uh, That was a later game and that was a nice uh, cover by USC here. So, Maddie, I'll start with you. Do you have any live bets in action tonight? I got a big card tonight.
0: I don't because I've been so busy with work today. I had some late calls. I only have one bet and it's already underway. Um, I'm going back to the well, like I said I was going to. It's uh, Hofstra minus three tonight against Siena. Ugly early, but they are winning, so we'll just keep an eye on it. I'm going to look maybe by the end of the show after an uh, in-between breaks and takes here and whatnot, I can figure out something else and give it a little shout-out for everybody.
1: All right. Yeah, that would be good. Um, I'm on a couple tonight. Vermont Vermont didn't get off to a very good start tonight. I'm trying to look really fast, but I'm just going to keep moving on here. I'm also on Detroit right now. I'm in an Old Dominion Pepperdine Moneyline Parlay. Later games tonight. I love Arizona State. They're at home tonight um, against SMU. I gave that out on Sharp Angle Syndicate as a free play today. Minus 135, I got. It. That's a 10 p.m. start, so that's a little late-night action for you. If you want to stay up a little later tonight and watch uh, some basketball or track it. I'm going to go here tonight, Matt. You might. I'm playing against Houston tonight. Houston's a uh, The Cougars are a great team, I think, number three in the country. But I'm going to go with Rice tonight, plus 27.5. I've done this the last two nights. I've been taking the teams with the bigger lines taking the dogs at him and I'm two and0 this week on him. so I'm gonna take a shot tonight I got 27 and a half so let's see what happens nothing crazy a little play I'm on Northern Iowa money line um, at 8 pm I really like that game also and I'm also on Illinois State at 8 p.m money line minus 145 the northern Iowa game is minus 150 a little heavier juice but oh well I wanted some action so Went 3-3 three and three last night. I'm starting to pick up. Doing really well with Sharp Angle Syndicate with the best bets. Check that site out. Doing unbelievable things over there. So, uh, check that out. But we're doing good things here. So, that's some uh, live bets tonight. Get involved. Let's make some money. That's what it's about. All right. Maddie, let's go. Diving in. The big talk this week. Final four. And you were on it. You were on it. You texted this to a bunch of us, and I even said, I agree with everything Matt said. I thought that's where they were going to go. And I'll be honest. I'm going to say this, Matt, before I let you take over. I was not shocked if they were going to try somehow to get Georgia involved because they love the SEC. The SEC is what it's about. So overall, I want to hear your two thoughts, then I'll chime in here. Do you think the committee got it right? With Michigan number one, Washington number two, Texas three, and Alabama number four. What do you think?
0: Uh, wow, I could go so many ways here. So I did think this is how it was going to shake out. I was very mad, though, because I believe Florida State should be in just because of the unblemished record. And that may be dumb of me, and we all know it's because... They play in the ACC. We know Jordan Travis is out. I get it. Totally get it. I actually would have shaken out the top. After thinking about this for a little bit, I would have shaken out the top four a little differently. Upon further review, I would have put Washington one. After the stumble by Michigan, Washington actually has a better resume, beat Oregon twice. I mean, Michigan beating Iowa at the end there, so unimpressive. J.J. McCarthy really better get right in a month. Now he's got a month to work on it. And I actually would have put Bama ahead of Texas. I know everybody's like, "Well, oh, it's the head-to-head Texas beat them. Yeah, that was back in September, second game of the year. And I was messaging all of our friends the thing. And I said Milroe wasn't right then. I mean, he played the whole game, but it still wasn't right. The offense wasn't catered to him. They tried to switch them after that, and they are right now. And if anybody was watching and they saw the Michigan room, when it got uh, – displayed of who they had to play. I didn't see a more deflated group of individuals knowing that they had to play Alabama. I don't like that matchup at all for Michigan. I think this is going to shake out very badly for us Michigan fans, Smitty. And going forward, I'll, I'll actually say who I like. I actually think Washington's going to get it done. I think it's going to be Washington Bama, and I think Bama's going to steamroll them. And I, we're going to get another lackluster national title game, and I'm not going to be happy. I do think the committee did a good job but we all know that there's going to be an asterisk, a blemish here on this Florida State thing. But I, I actually disagree with you. I don't think they were going to try to get Georgia in at all. I think it was just a one-team SEC year, no matter who won that game, that was it. And I think they got that part right. I actually think Texas does deserve to be in. But the problem is Texas and Bama could be replaced by Florida State, but they are better teams. If you made the line against them right now, I think both of them would be seven to 10, maybe even more point favorites. I'd say, against I'd that, say
1: more. I'd say more. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. overall, I, when you text, like you had this and I agreed with you in this. Now my point with George is I've just, cause they love the sec. So what yeah. it's about. I mean, it really is. I think they got it right. I mean, I could see Washington. Hey, listen, Michigan didn't play well, but did they really have to, they didn't have to put much on tape. They just had to go through the motions and get a game. It would have been, it would have looked a lot better if they did. And hey, Ken, thanks for joining tonight again. Our good friend Ken is back. Big 10, three Pete go big blue. Absolutely. And that's what it's about. But I agree with Matt. This they are in the toughest, this is a tough spot for them because Bama is playing on all cylinders right now. But you could look back two weeks ago and say, if you freeze rushes more guys, Bama's not even close to this. Blame Auburn, I guess. That's what we could do. It's really what we could. Because, in a way, they should have never won that fourth down, and they rush two guys, and somehow a guy's wide open, or, you know, fights off a guy and gets a touchdown pass and that. They're playing well right now. And I agree, Ken. I said that to a bunch of people. Iowa does have one of the best defenses in the country. That guy, I think it was Dr. Brenner. Somebody said, how's this guy not going to, like, USC or someone – But they said he likes the slower pace. I think that was also on the broadcast. Some people said, like, this guy, this is good for his system. Slower offense, defense is out there. Iowa's defense is tremendous. It is tremendous. Michigan did not look good. So I'm not going to sit here and try to sugarcoat that they did. They did enough to get there. Now, Bama, here's the great thing, Matt. And I said this to people. (laughs) My good friend Dave said, you're making, you're, you're lied about this. I said, no, I'm not. So if Michigan wins and they get in the finals, great. My team's in the finals and we get to see it. If not, I have a ticket on Bama little pizza money in mid-October for over $300. So it's a win-win. And I'll tell you right now, they beat Michigan. I'm the biggest Alabama fan out there. (laughs) Might even have to go buy a t-shirt, put it on here. So the whole thing with Florida state, It's tough. I feel bad for those kids because you look at it and you go, one guy changed everything. And you were going to get the quarterback back. You were going to get the backup back. He had a concussion. He's back in a month. He's fine. Defense is playing unbelievable. Great running back. Benson's unbelievable. They got good wide receivers. I do feel bad for them. Texas, I thought, should have got in for sure. And it's just, to me, it's hard not to take Alabama that's in the SEC and they beat the team that's won 29 in a row. And they were going for a repeat It's tough. I think it was a hard thing. Next year we expand. I think you're still going to have people that are still close. Because here's the—I said this to somebody. Next year in the Big Ten, I mean, look at the Big Ten. Good luck. How about the SEC? Adding Oklahoma and Texas now. Good luck. Any final thoughts on this, Matt?
0: No, uh, you did good. Yeah my only other touching point right now is if you're going to bet these bowl games coming up, you better do a lot of homework because these transfer portals are out of control. There's lines going from plus six one way. Next thing you know, you look over. I could have swore. I saw West Virginia was a three point underdog today. Now they're a four point favorite or something. I'm like, what is going on here? So just do your homework. Read up because there's so many guys that are moving around, shaking around. You're going to have some more coaches probably move around. So do your homework when it comes to these bowls. We're going to try to break it down for you probably next week, hopefully, and get them all set and out. So just stay tuned. But, yeah, for the Final Four, uh, I'm the biggest Michigan fan out there. I hope they can pull this one off, buddy.
1: Okay, so real, real quick here. Just your overall quick thoughts. You have Michigan minus one and a half, 45 and a half is the over. Let's just jump in that game. Any early leans on that? So, you, you, I know you're a Michigan guy, and I'm a Michigan guy. I don't know if I'll bet it. I mean, in a way, I mean, I'm a teaser guy, even in college. I I think both good defenses could be a lower scoring game. Take Bama up and maybe take the points up and take the under. But overall, any quick thoughts on that?
0: Yeah, uh, sadly, I'm going to be betting Bama.
1: Bama. Okay. Well, like I said, I'm not going
0: to, I'm not going to bet anything big. I'll say that because I don't want to hurt my brain too much. I, like, I'm going to be rooting so badly for Michigan that I'm just going to put a little fun money on it. Cause I don't want to lose it, but I, I need a little something on that. Game.
1: Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I might just sit back and root for my team. And like I said, and then I have that future on Bama. So I might sit back. Then we got Texas minus four uh, over under 64. I'm shocked. That's only 64. I'll tell you right now, I like Washington.
0: Yeah, I agree. I'm gonna, I'm gonna probably bet them uh, money line and yeah, I think for your teaser play, you tease that down and then take the over.
1: Oh, absolutely, and take yeah, we'll take one because you know Worthy. I don't know. I have not heard on him Xavier Worthy uh, walking boot during that game. Um, you know Washington. Here's the thing, Maddox is so good. Yeah. I'm all about him, man if I'm an NFL team, I'm looking at him his accuracy he throws the ball wherever he wants to throw the ball now does he have three really good wide receivers two two superstars absolutely in this but I really like the guy I think he has a great arm you know Texas can give up points. I think Texas has a really good team but man plus the four i'll take I'll take a shot with Washington in that one and I agree. I think that's a great teaser spot, what you said. Take Washington up and take the points down, take the over. I mean, there were some people early when that came out, they were thinking it was like 70 points.
0: Could have yeah. even been higher. I mean, it's the problem. Washington's got a big hill to climb, though. And I think they can do it, but this is going to be in uh, New Orleans. So that's not a super long drive for Texas. And it's a simple flight for Texas fans. And then Washington's basically going to come two-thirds of the way across the country, I think that stadium's going to be 75% oh, yeah, Texas.
1: And then if, so they're going to have home
0: field advantage. It's going to be a battle for Washington to pull this one And off. then
1: if they get in the national championship, they have home field again.
0: Why is it in Dallas? Is I, there? I,
1: I think so. Uh, I think yeah. so. I mean, I don't want to – off the top of my head right now, I did not write that down and have it in my notes right now, but I, I believe I heard that. That I think it is. But, I mean,
0: we can – Yeah, I didn't, I look didn't quite it. look that far ahead either. So,
1: all right, that said, hey, real quick, the only one, I, I do have I do have one teaser play. I jumped on it one teaser already for the bowl games. I did take Louisville down. They're playing USC. I mean, USC, again, um, quarterback's not going to play. They're going to have probably a ton of transfers. Defense is horrible already. Um, so I took the Cardinals down to minus one and a half, and I got Missouri up to seven and a half against Ohio State. And that's one of my first teasers uh, for the bowl season here. Ohio State, again, quarterback left. He's in the transfer portal. Um, You know, Harrison's not going to play. They have a ton of guys that have left Ohio State already. So I'm going to take a chance there. I think Missouri, I mean, that's down to now. I haven't looked at it, but, I mean, that might be one right now that you can even probably do Moneyline and take Missouri or just take – I think they'll beat Ohio State. That's just my opinion. Good quarterback, great running back, got some wide receivers. I think that team's toughs, but I like that. That's a teaser spot. Minus one and a half. Louisville match it up with Missouri plus seven and a half. All right, Maddie, we got one game. We got one game this weekend. Great game. You got Army Navy. All right, you got Army Navy this week. I think it's up in Foxborough. Yep. This year. Minus two and a half army, 28 and a half. I can't wait, man. This is, this is, this whole week, this show is low lines with the over under and conditions, 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 especially in the NFL going into Sunday here, but two and a half, 28 and a half army. I do have a bet on this. I will give it out here in a second. I jumped on it the, under, uh, the other day. You got Navy 5 and 6. Army is also 5 and 6. Navy's 5 and 6 ATS. Army is 4 and 6 1 ATS. Matt, this one usually goes under. I mean, this is just one that it is an under, under, under. I want to give out one on X the other day. Joe uh, Ewing uh, gave this out unders in the service academy game since 2005 unders are 45 10 and one in this one last year this hit at 27 you've had 37 30 15 38 27 27 38 38 27 in the last couple matchups so it is right there on the number are you in on this i love this game This is a fantastic game are you in you involved in this one
0: I am. Um, I actually like Army. I like Army, especially if you can find that two and a half. I see threes out there. I would lay the three with Army. And the only reason I'm going to do it is their quarterback, Bryson Daly, is a – he is a bowling ball. He's like a frozen turkey runaway in the supermarket, man. You can't stop him. He has 821 rushing yards, seven touchdowns. I think Navy's going to have a tough time struggling. I mean, this is going to be close no matter what because it's going to be cold. It's going to be rainy. Who knows? Maybe some snow. This is going to be the triple veer, triple wing T all day. We know it's going to be low. That's that's really low. They've gotten close the past two years. Uh, I think last year went over because of the double overtime. O T, Yep. Yeah. So uh, and armies won what is it? Five of the last seven. But I think if you do the last ten, I think it's five and five. So there's no real advantage. We all know that Navy had a huge run for a while, but give me the give me the Army, man. Uh, I, I think they can get it done. It's dead. It's a dead heat, though. I mean, oh. five and six each. Five and six. They're they're identical teams. It's I see that player, that quarterback, Bryson Daly, to be the advantage. So I'm going to lay it with Army. All right,
1: I, hey, I'm right with you, my friend. I already jumped bigger bet Army money line minus 140. And I have in my notes right where your head was the quarterback daily. Look at listen to these numbers he did against um, Air Force a couple weeks ago. Man, that Air Force! Can I tell you a quick story, Matt? I had Air Force. I had Air Force team total eight and a half. They started eight and zero and lost four straight. One game they were up by twenty. Good job, Air Force. All right, back to daily the quarterback here. Against Air Force, he had 36 carries, 170 yards, and two touchdowns. Matty stole my thunder on this, man. This kid, (laughs) six foot, 215 pounds. This guy sounds like a pro wrestler, man. Get him the ball. This guy's going to carry, carry, carry the ball. I agree with Matt. This one's going to be a slugfest, but Army is the better team. This guy's going to carry him to victory. Do the money line. Do the spread. I like Army in this one. All well said, my friend, right on with you on that. So, all right, that's it with college. It was kind of weird yeah. Only like, really breaking down, like, the Final Four, maybe looked at a couple bowl games, didn't dive into it crazy yet.
0: I'll give out three quick bowl games that I like. Oh, okay, um, go for just it. Just because I have them on the book. Uh, you touched on one. I actually like Missouri uh, getting the points as well. I don't even think you need to tease it. I think that's a hungry team who wants to get to the upper echelon of the SEC next year and, and like, push those guys. And, they, and Drinkowitz has done a really good job there. I love Arizona, minus three, against USC. I, or no, not USC. Uh, oh, God. They're playing a big Oh, big Oklahoma. Yes. Who, uh, Dylan Gabriel's gone. And, and I don't know. I, I just think that's a team that, They'll probably prove me wrong. I think I've team that when they get in their game, they're going to be so lackluster, maybe confused, everything, who's where, because they have a ton of guys in there in the transfer portal. So give me Arizona there with that young quarterback, the little dude who can really sling it. And then Kansas, uh, I know it's a big number, Kansas minus 12 in their game. Those are my three for so far.
1: Yeah, I like that Arizona one too. I have that down. I really like that. I think that's a good play by you. Uh, you know, this, and like you said it well, you said you got to study because coaches are leaving, players are leaving. I heard on Visa the other day, like the Notre Dame, they play Oregon State. You know, Hartman's not going to play. He's going to opt out. The running back's not playing. They have wide receivers leaving left and right. They, they don't have anything. Then Oregon State's probably playing their third string quarterback. So, again, like, look, st- really go into this study, maybe over-unders. But, I mean, it's it's hard, but dive into it. San Jose State is one I kind of eyed up. Look at the teams that are motivated to be there. Some of these teams are not motivated to be there because, they, no. you know, that's the thing. Some of these teams, like Arizona is a team that, I mean, that program was garbage like two, three years ago. Now they're playing <laughs> Oklahoma, and it's a big game. And they're going to be fired up for it. I mean, so keep an eye on that. Really tune into some stuff. Tune into us. We're going to really break it down. I mean, we'll really go into this next week and then the following week. And we're going to try to give you as many good games as we possibly can with that. So, all right, Matty. NFL time, my friend. Bring it on. No, oh, I can't wait, man. Like I said earlier, conditions, conditions, conditions. So we got, I'm going to just throw that. I'm going to, I'm going to dive right into this first. So, wind games this week. There's some wind. Evan. Yeah. Evan Abrams. I Man, I wish I wrote down. I can't remember if he's covers or action, that action one with the gambling. This guy's unbelievable. His stuff on X is fantastic. He came out with a good one the other day. I wrote down 10 mile per hour winds this year. 10 plus. Okay, so 10 miles or higher. to the under this year. Last three seasons, 110-55-1 to the under. Okay, so what are we looking at? A couple other people have posted some stuff. You got Rams-Baltimore Sunday. That could be 20 mile per hour plus wins. Detroit-Chicago could be 20. Indianapolis-Cincy, 19 or higher. Jacksonville-Cleveland. That one could be 24. That that sounds like that could be brutal in Cleveland, which Cleveland, if you don't know, is one of the best vacation spots in the country.
0: <laughs> the mistake by the lake.
1: <laughs> the mistake by the lake. All right. You got you got the Texans against the Jets. That's 19 mile per hour wins. And you got Zach Wilson back at a quarterback air. So let's just add into that a little bit. And then you got the one Thursday night. The one we're going to break down first here. You got New England Pittsburgh. I saw maybe 14 mile per hour wins. And they're just not a very good offense, both teams. Now, you see my shirt tonight, Mitchapalooza, little Mitch Trubisky. And if they he doesn't do well, then I got to look for a Mason Rudolph. And if that doesn't go well, I'm breaking out the Bubby Brister shirt that I still have that everybody wants, and I'm going to wear that one in the week's neckline's not very good. My neck's going to look bad, but I'll, I'll put it on here. So you got conditions here. Let's dive right into it. Matt, you were at the game. Real quick, you were at the game Sunday with the Steelers. Any quick uh, thoughts on that?
0: Yeah. Mike Tomlin's a bum. <laughs> he, he is. I mean, you have your team at home. West Coast team coming in early. Ugly weather game. Bad team. One of the bad, worst defenses out there okay, we piled up over 400 yards of offense last week. We're looking good. Uh, no, n- more fakes. Just fakes, fakes, fakes out there. Same crap. Can't get the ball down the middle of the field. First two drives were good. Then it's like he, like he actually lost his play sheet, his play calls, everything just out the window. Then you have two weather delays. It was a mess. It was a bad showing. Um, I'm going to pose a fun question to you, though. So, with all these really low totals, who scores the most points this weekend out of these teams? Army, Navy, the Steelers, the Browns, the Pats, or the Jags?
1: Okay, so Army, Navy, Pittsburgh, New England, Cleveland, and the Jags, right? And we're going to break the Jags.
0: I mean, look at the quarterback. You're going to have Mitch, MVP Mitch, I don't know who is going to be in Cleveland, Walker or DTR. Uh, I'm guessing oh, Walker. They they
1: they're not going with. Um,
0: oh, that's right, Joe Flacco. Joe back. Flacco. Did they? Oh yeah, that. I that's, don't know uh, who's co- going to be my play.
1: Okay, I don't know who's quarterback in that, but uh, Jags is. Uh, you know what's his name? Um, who came in? Oh, Bethard. Bethard. Yeah, he he actually they drove him down there pretty good. I mean, he's quarterbacked in the leg a little bit. But, man, you had 25, 30-mile-per-hour wins in Cleveland.
0: Yeah, this is going to be brutal. This is going to be a brutal football weekend. Make yourself a big pot of chili and get ready to strap in for ugliness.
1: Man, I was—I had in my notes, who's going to score more, New England, Pittsburgh, or the Army-Navy game? Cause, but now you <laughs> add, because that that, that uh, Cleveland one and the Jacksonville, that opened up at 40. I think it's down to 30. Dropped 10. Yeah.
0: Yep. ever uh, Cleveland Steelers' pass at 30. The Browns' Jags are 30 and a half, and the Army Navy game. Good Lord. What is that one? 27 oh. and a half.
1: Oh, my goodness. Hey, Brian, thanks for jumping in tonight. Uh, I just want to give some shout outs here in the little chat box here. I was a better defense than Bama Go Blue. Yeah, I agree with you, man. Thanks. I appreciate you joining us tonight. So let's go into this. You got new, I mean, I hey, listen, I agree everything. And I get bashed all the time because I think Tomlin's a bum. I think he's a bum. It's time for a change. It really is. You have your team set up. Just think if they would have won that game, Matt. They would be tied right now for the second seed, one game behind the number one seed. I don't know how. I still don't know how they're doing this. But they're not good. And that's a typical Mike Tomlin game. That was a typical Mike Tomlin game. And I don't care yep. whether, oh, the quarterback got hurt. Yeah, he stinks too. The team wasn't prepared. Some of the players even said, oh, we took him. We weren't, you know, we thought we were going to get. Yeah, that's on the coach. Guys like bum. Trade him to somebody else. And get some draft picks for him if he wants to stay. I could care less. Guy's a bum. All right, let's go into this. New England, 2-10. and 10, Steelers 7-5. and five. Two and 10 ATS for New England. Steelers, 7 5 ATS. Over under is not good. Three and 9 for New England. Two and 10 Pittsburgh. You know, uh, covers.com gives out the trends I like to throw out here. They're combined 19 and 5 on the under this year. Stevenson's out. That was the big one I just saw a little bit ago. He's out. Matt, where are you going here, man? this I, To me, this has to be a teaser spot. This a teaser spot.
0: I'm going to I'm gonna to go to Netflix and watch something else that night because <laughs> that game's gonna be awful.
1: Um, I lied.
0: I watch. Oh, you um, got to.
1: You gotta. You gotta embrace the stinks sometimes, man. Like you gotta enjoy. You know it. what I you
0: know? What I'm gonna do? I'm actually gonna put some uh, money line on the Patriots. I mean, th- this is gonna be such an ugly game. I think somebody's gonna have a defensive touchdown, some even a safety, potentially to win this game late. I I just foresee total crap. This looks like a 15-12 kind of game. I don't even know how you get to those numbers, but I think we can.
1: All right. This is a teaser spot for me. I did really well last week uh, in the NFL card. My player props, I think I had some injuries, one and three. But, I mean, I think I went eight and three for the week in my NFL with some teasers and some money line plays. So, let's stay hot here in the NFL. Teaser play, Steelers, this is what they do. They bounce back. They played like crap last week. They'll come back and they'll win. They'll even look probably half decent this week. Defense will shut New England down. Too many injuries. They just can't do anything on offense. I'm not saying the Steelers, but my man, my man, he's going to do okay. He's going to get the ball down the field a little bit more. Let's score a little bit of points. Do the teaser. Get him down to about a pick him. Match him up with somebody else. Maybe we'll get that game to you here in a second, but I'm on the Steelers you, with it.
0: Would not you feel a little safer though, teasing
1: the Patriots up to like 12? No, I never go against my Steelers. <laughs> and that was, hey, listen that that would have been a great play last week. And I again, I just did. I, I lost. Like I said, I was like eight and three, and my plays, money line teasers. Guess what? I lost a two two team uh, Tennessee blew it late. I had Tennessee Steelers and somebody else. I can't remember off the top of my head. The other team won, Tennessee blew it late, and then the Steelers lost. And then I did a teaser, Tennessee up, which they covered in the teaser, and the Steelers did not. So the Steelers got me last week. All right, let's go Jags-Browns. Matt already talked about it. Minus three Cleveland, over-unders 30 and a half. Hey, jack, jack both those games up. Take the Steelers game up, take the under, jack this game up, take the under. I'm going to match a lot of these win games and just roll the dice and see what happens here, but that's what I'm going to do. Jags are 8-3, and 7-5, seven, uh, seven and five Browns. Here's the problem, though. Who's quarterbacking? I mean, is this Bernie Kozart? Burnell Is he coming back? No, you got Bather and you got, is it Joe Flacco? Actually, Joe Flacco, what I've heard, Matt, was not that bad. They said he
0: kind of actually looked okay. Yeah, he actually had good numbers. He, he played well. It's gonna be. This is gonna be a, a tricky, tricky game. I see why the line is in favor of the Browns because not only does the the Jags lose Lawrence, Christian Kirk's out for like yeah. maybe the rest of the year. Yeah, I, I heard. Anyway. I saw
1: maybe the rest of the year. Yeah, great point. Yeah, great point.
0: I saw six to eight weeks. So who knows? Maybe he'll come back for some playoff action if it's still going on and then uh the left tackle walker little got hurt who the heck is gonna block uh, miles garrett i actually think this is a pretty easy Browns win i i think it'll be ugly again because of the weather but do you really trust the florida team with a backup quarterback no wide receiver no left tackle to go in against probably the league's best defense right now i'll leave the three with the browns i think they can get it done Joe Flacco throws some Hail Marys up, get some PI's and move the ball down the field. Win-win.
1: Yeah, Cleveland's defense fantastic at home. Very good. Yeah, I I I'd I'd look at money line. I I don't know what the money line is if it's a little higher, maybe just do the like the line like you said. I Like Cleveland in that game. I think Cleveland's going to be okay coming off a uh, short week too for um Jacksonville.
0: Yeah. I'm yep. I'm all,
1: yeah, I'm all over. I I take Cleveland in that one. All right, here we go. Another win game that we talked about. We got the Rams, six and six coming into Baltimore. Baltimore, nine and three. Minus seven and a half for Baltimore. Over unders, 40 and a half, too. But again, like we said, could be 20 mile per hour wins. You're at 40. I'd tease that up right away and get 46. and Take the under. And I'm sorry, a little stat from covers.com. The trend in this game, Baltimore. One and eight ATS last nine as a favorite of seven or more points. I think the Rams are actually playing well. They're going towards a playoff spot. I love to take the Rams up in this in a teaser and maybe just match it with in game and take the points up and take the under in that. What, what do you have, Matt? I
0: think I think the Rams are the right side. Um, I'd Um, I'd take the seven. Here, I I think you summed it up with the uh, Ravens coming off uh, those numbers, but it's also a bye week for them, so maybe they're going to come out a little rusty, and uh, maybe the Rams can get out to a little lead here, muck it up with the weather, and just keep within a touchdown. I I think the the Ravens win the game. This is going to be a huge survivor play if people have this. If they still have that, I mean that's dwindling late, so I would assume most people use them, but. Stafford's playing well. Kyron Williams has been running the ball really well, really well. I hope Puka Nakua is healthy. If he is, I think that's the key here, and I think they can keep it within a touchdown. What I might do is hope this goes to seven and a half and then definitely hammer the Rams when you get the hook.
1: All right, we got some – I the later card is really good this week. Week 14 here. I think I'm week 14, yeah. Week 14 in my notes. You got Seattle against San Francisco. 46 and a half. we under 10 and a half for San Francisco. Seattle six and six. San Francisco's nine and three. San Francisco's coming off a big win against uh, Philadelphia, man. They really put on a show last week. I got some good line numbers here. Seattle. Who they? I'm going blank now. I had it, Matt. They were in a tight one. Oh, that was Dallas. Dallas Thursday night. Yeah, they had Dallas beat, man. And we kind of said, we gave out good numbers last week. We said that game could be up and down. And Dallas is, we'll get to Dallas here in a second. I mean, they're just a scoring machine at home, but Seattle's did a really nice job. Seattle's six and five and one ATS, seven and five ATS for San Francisco, six and six over under, six, five, and one over under on this. Matt, I want to throw this out before you go into it. Two two good notes here from covers.com. San Francisco's 16-4 ATS in their last 20 home games. This was on Vison earlier in the week. Uh, Doug, I think I got this. Doug Clausen, somebody, this guy tweeted this out. He said Purdy, when Purdy, McCaffrey, and Samuel are healthy, they are 16-0. Yep. 529 points. Okay. So 529 to 239, they're outscoring their opponents. Man, that's impressive. I mean, this is the best team in football in my book. When they're all healthy, it's not even... And Purdy right now, his MVP odds are just dwindling down. He looks like the MVP. But I got somebody else that could maybe win this, and I'll talk to that in a second. What's your overall thoughts on this one, Matt?
0: Well, you know who has a ticket on Purdy, right? Oh, you got one too? Oh, I bet one a while ago. I got him 22 to 1. Oh, beautiful. Yeah, nice job. Yeah, so... After last week, I think I bet it, um, I believe, when they started out a little shaky and then he got dinged. And I was like, okay, I'll, I'll take a shot because I do think they're probably the top three team when I bet them at the time. I thought the Eagles were still number one. I think that may have flip-flopped. Um, I, I still can't sell the Eagles yet. I think they're going to be around. I think they're going to hang around. This week's a huge mark for them. But on the Niners game, I don't understand how this is only 46-and-a-half. After watching Seattle's defense get torched last week by Dallas and watching the Niners' offense just go off on the Eagles, I think this is a 33-30 kind of game. And they play each other really tight. Seattle always hangs with the Niners. Uh, it's like a Pete Carroll magic recipe he's got going. So give me, if we're betting numbers, I'm going to take Seattle actually getting the 10-and-a-half and then I'll take the over on this one. I'll take over 46 and a half as well.
1: Yeah, you know, I'm more of a teaser guy. I'll do a lot of money line plays. Also, I, I kind of agree with you. I, I think I would take, because you get it down to four and a half. That's a weird number. I usually like taking teams up. You could get 16 and a half. They get a win by 17. I'd take a chance with that. You know, Gino. there was a lot of questions in that game last week. Was he healthy? The elbow and everything like that. And he played well. Seattle played yeah. Seattle's they have some talent. They're a little nicked up, but their schedules brutal. I don't know if they're going to make the playoffs. Now Pittsburgh has to go out there in a couple weeks and that's a good spot. Maybe for Seattle, Gonna be a tough one for Steelers. That's why they better win Thursday night and get that one here. So, but that's going to be an interesting game there. So that's where I'd go with that one. All right. We got the bills, Kansas city. Bills six and six coming in must win. I mean, this is do or die right now. I mean, for Buffalo. They lost the one. They're coming off a bye. They lost what a tough one. They had the Eagles beat in Philadelphia in the rainstorm two weeks ago. Kansas City struggling a little bit. It's a weird team, Matt. I, and I loved it. I'm going to say this. I told my dad Sunday night. I went all in. I went with one of my biggest teasers of all time. I did the under. And you called it great, Matt. You said the over in that Kansas City uh Green Bay game, which it hit. But I took the I took the points up and took the under and I hit two and I t- also took Green Bay up. I hit uh first half or for uh what did I do? I did first quarter Green Bay. I did the first half no, first half I did, and then I did the game, and then I did the biggest teaser play I did all year, and I hit all three. And I told my dad on the phone right before kickoff, Green Bay's going to beat them. Next day, he call, you know we talked, and he's like, man, you called that pretty well. I'm like, yeah, you had those days or those nights. It's pretty good. This Kansas City team's just a weird team, not scoring points. They're 4-8 and eight to the over. They're averaging 22 points. Giving up 17, defense is good. Line is minus one, minus uh, one and a half, over-unders 48 and a half. Here's a little trend. Got off X this week. Patrick Mahomes, 18 and three, straight up off a loss. All right, Matty, you got a guy that does not lose coming off a loss much. You got a team that's desperate in Buffalo. I mean, this is a playoff game, in my opinion. Got to win this game. Where are you going here?
0: Yeah, this is tight. Um, the standings in the AFC really got jumbled up when the Jags lost. Like, if the Jags won that game, they would have been in first place in the AFC, which is massive. Now we have a log jam. So we have the Bills fighting for their life. I actually... Uh, I'm going to take Buffalo. Uh, uh-huh. I'm going to go on a limb. Yeah, I'm going to go on a limb with Bills Mafia. They played the game but not the game of the year last week, but they looked awesome against the Eagles, and then somehow they lost it. And it's kind of like a a check against McDermott, who seems to have a knack for that, even in the playoffs. And this is, like, you, you nailed it. This is a playoff game. This is the basically advanced Buffalo, if they lose, I think they're done. I, I don't know if they can make up enough ground to catch everybody else ahead of them. So, I think Josh Allen's going to pull some magic here, and I think we're going to get a shootout with him and Mahomes. I know everybody's like, ah, oh, the KC offense isn't right. It's still really good. It, I think, though, if Pacheco is out and they actually have to bring in McKinnon and uh, Edward Dallaire, it's going to get way more passing yards from Mahomes. I think he's going to do a lot of checkdowns, no running game, so I'm going to throw this out there. Some player props to keep an eye on are going to be uh, Jerick McKinnon, over catches and yards if uh, Pacheco is out. But I'm going to take Bill's money line. I might do a fun uh, money line like parlay this week with all these crappy low games. Like I might throw in the Patriots and then give me Cleveland. And I might take the Bills in, in one two and see what kind of odds I can get. It was probably going to be about a plus 600, I think, after those three. So something fun. I, I don't like the card this weekend. So it's slim pickings for me. But I might throw a little money on the Bills.
1: All right, I'm gonna go opposite. I think right now I'm leaning Kansas City in this one. Just gonna go off that. Both teams four and eight uh, to the over right now. So they're I just and Kansas City just after halftime. It's just not good. Now listen, I'm gonna say this, man. I lucked out Sunday night, bud. Especially with that teaser because I was gonna hit those two. I was gonna hit the game in that first half. That was the two. I did not do the first quarter, so I apologize on that. It was. It was halftime, it was the game, plus five and a half, and then that teaser. And the teaser was a bigger teaser that I threw down money. Because that was a pass interference. I mean, that was brutal. I mean, Mahomes throws one down to like the six-yard line and the guy gets mugged. And then there's no no call. And these refs are a clown show. I mean, they really are. I
0: I agree with you on the pass interference. But I don't think they even should have been in that position because the Mahomes running out of bounds when he got smoked was not roughing the passer and it should not have been a 15 yard penalty in the spot. It it should have been, I actually think it may have been fourth down too, potentially. So yeah, I'm going to give the refs a pass. They did look awful in the final two minutes though. And it was brutal, bad both ways. So that was kind of makeup call. Sorry to steal your, no,
1: no, uh, that's no, that's great. That's great. So, I'm probably gonna get Kansas City there. And I'm not a big Kansas City guy, but uh we'll see. I mean we'll see where it goes over the next couple of days. Okay, Denver Chargers. This one I brought up. This another 425 game. Um two and a half Chargers, 43 and a half. I put this on the board because you know Denver six and six right there, Chargers five and seven. And I know the Chargers coach is one of Matt's favorite coaches in the leg. So <laughs> I brought this up on here. ATS, 4-7-1 ATS for the Chargers. Both teams on the over, 5-7 over um, this year for uh, Denver, 3-9. I mean, these are teams averaging about 20, lower 20s. They give up about 20. I mean, you saw last week, Chargers going to New England, they win 6-0. I mean, just with a lot of talent here. You know, here's the thing. You look, Herbert did not do much last week. No touchdowns, no picks, about 200 yards. Russell Wilson, again, against the Texans. They lost 22-17. Russell's coming off 15 out of 26, 186 yards. But here's the thing, Matt. One touchdown, but three picks. I mean, that's the problem with him. Sometimes you just don't know what you're going to get. I thought it was a tough spot for Denver last week. I really like the Texans in that game. Um, where are we going here? I mean, if you're going to play this, I don't know if I'll play this. I, I, I really like... I personally really like the under in this and a teaser up to 49 and a half. And I'd probably take Denver up to eight and a half. And I think that's a good teaser spot and take Denver in this one. Just because the coach is a, a bonehead.
0: Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm back in Rex Ryan on this, that Brandon Staley should go back to division three where he belongs. He is, he is wasting away a really, really good offensive team. And then, Think about that, too. Everybody's like, oh, my God. Kellen Moore, so good. Kellen Moore, are you kidding me? He's a boss. What are you doing with that offense? Eckler, Keenan Allen, double tight ends Everett, Parham. You're you're, you're goofy, too. You need to go away as well. Go back to Boise. You know what? Him and Staley should go back and coach Boise State when that coach leaves and goes somewhere good because that coach is doing a good job up there. I'm not touching this game. i, I despise both these franchises right now. I think if you have to play this, I might go teaser the other way. I might tease this down to 38 and go over. That's the only thing I'd do because I think they're going to score after last week. I think more will pull out all the stops. I hope Denver wins though. I'm really pushing for Brandon Staley to get fired because I like Herbert and I want to see him excel in this league.
1: All right. Ken says Frank Wright, new coach for the Chargers.
0: Oh God, no. I'm going to have to reach out to Ken. Frank Reich is a loser of a coach too.
1: Maybe offensive coordinator. It seems like he was a better offensive coordinator. I'm okay with that. Yeah. You know, that's the thing with a lot of these guys. They're good in their spots. They're good in their spots, I think. I think they're really good with, if you look and go offensive coordinator, defensive coordinator, if you put him in that, that position of being the head guy, it's not good. Not good at all. So I kind of yeah. agree. I, I don't like him as a head coach. And you know, there are a lot of rumors. Where's Belichick going? Cause I think Belichick's done here in New England. I think, you know, that's one landing spot for Belichick. Um he said, okay, O. C then. I like how Kent, yeah, let's just let's flip it here really quick. Let's just flip it and go back to O.C. That's okay. I get you could see Belichick, you could see Belichick maybe heading to Chargers. I don't know if that's a great upgrade, man. I think sometimes that guy just needs to go on the golf course and just be miserable and play some golf. What do you think, Matt, real quick? Belichick to the Chargers?
0: If, if they do that, I think that I don't think they'll do that because he's going to want to have his hands in all the GMing too. And I, I wouldn't go that. I wouldn't go for that as an owner. Or like, or Because a his, his, his
1: GM has stunk lately.
0: Yeah, that's what I mean. And brutal. And, and just so you know, Frank Roach's or <laughs> Frank Reich's coaching record 42 and 50. I'll pass on Frank Reich.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, I, you know,
0: I I know he got, he did get a shaft this year. I mean, he got shafted this year. So,
1: yeah. When I think he did, because when you go, when you hear everything and he wanted CJ Stroud and then the, yeah. the owner wanted Young in a little bit, and it's like, well, you're going to fire me. I told you who to go get. You see who the better sure. quarterback is in the league. So, all right. We got one more game here. You got Dallas. You got Philly against Dallas. Ooh. Ooh, this can be a good one. We said it last week. I broke down some stats. Dallas can score some points, especially at home. You got Philly 10 and two. And I loved San Francisco against Philly last week. Cause I'm going to say something. And Maybe my, the Philly fans aren't going to like it. I don't know how good this team is. This reminds me of that Steeler team when they were 11-0. I think they're good. I don't know if they're that good. All right, Philly's 10-2, Dallas 9-3. 7-3-2 three. Three ATS, Philly 8-4 with Dallas. Over-under for Philly this year, 7-5 to the over. Dallas 8-3-1. Philly's scoring about 27 a game. Dallas 32.3. Good defenses. But like we said, Dallas is averaging 41 points at home. And they put on a show last Thursday and they did this. I mean, they played this game earlier. Philly beat them 28-23. I don't have down when this game was played. Prescott, though. And here's the guy to keep an eye on for the MVP. I was gonna put a ticket down, Matt, on him. Uh, just the odds. I mean, it was he was just a little bit below Purdy, so I was like, eh, I'm gonna pass on this. I mean, I'm just not. He went 29, 44, 374 yards, three touchdowns. CC Lamb, man, big game, 11 catches, 191. Ferguson, the tight end, seven catches, 91, one touchdown here. Last two games, Matt, before you take over here, Allen threw for 339 yards, two touchdowns against Philly. Early last week, 314 four touchdowns. This Philly secondary is getting picked apart right now. This is in Dallas. They're scoring a lot of points. Is Prescott gonna put on a show this week?
0: Mm, I don't know about a show. Uh he's gonna he's gonna they're gonna throw the ball well because you nailed it. The the Eagles secondary is a mess right now. I know they traded for Kevin Byer for the Titans. He hasn't fit properly yet. But their corners, Bradbury and Slay, they didn't play like last year. And Dallas's DBs are good. I mean, they found a great replacement for Diggs. So that's kind of an equalizer. Dallas is going to have to run the ball, though, because the Eagles just brought in who? Shaq Leonard. Their, their D-line is kind of wore down. I think they're going to try to take some pressure off Zach. I don't think this is going to be as high scoring as we all think it is. We all – well, we all don't know. We believe, and we being me and a couple other people, I still think Hurts is hurt. I don't know what. I don't think he's completely correct. But the telling stat last week is Hurts had seven carries for 20 yards. The running backs had nine carries for 20 yards. Philly has to run the ball more than nine times, or they will get blown out. And uh, don't don't think that uh, Mike McCarthy won't run it up on him too, because Jerry will be in his ear at halftime or something, and be like hang half a hundred on him like old Swiss used to do <laughs> with winners. Uh, so I I hate to do it because my cousin's family, everybody except Ken, who loves the Cowboys. I actually think the Eagles are going to lose this game. I think it's going to be tight though, and I think if there's a hook on the three and a half, I'm going to take it. I could see a 27-24 kind of game, keep it about where they typically always play. I mean, Dallas week's different and the Eagles are going to be a little angry after last week after basically getting uh, an ass whipping to put it nicely. And Kelsey knows it. He said it. A couple other guys know it. We'll see who the leaders are. AJ Brown and the wide receivers better show up because I think they're, uh, they're going to be fed a lot if Philly can't run the ball. So I, I do like Dallas to win but I'm going to take the Eagles plus that hook if I can get it.
1: Yeah, I'd look to some player props. I'd go, like, look for yards. I mean, I don't know what they are right now. I'd look for yards. Lamb is blown up right now. I mean, I'd look again with some of his numbers in this game. I just don't trust that secondary there with the Eagles here. I agree with you. I You know, again, money line, I don't know what – I did not write down the money line where it's at right now. If it's a high juice, then maybe pass on it. Teaser spot, I mean, again, I, I agree with everything you just said there. I think the Eagles will be motivated. I think it's a little tighter game, but I think Dallas wins the game overall. I'm in a pick 'em contest um with Denny. So we're gonna, we're gonna probably hopefully, hopefully he's on with Dallas with me this week. So we'll have to see. But I think that's gonna be big numbers there. Matt, real quick, we got like a minute or two, and then we're gonna bounce out of here. I'm gonna give old man in the garage. I did this last week to you. Anything on the board. And a good upset team that you like. I'll give you old man in the garage. But is there any dogs this week that were really barking in your ear about trying to get a, a pick here?
0: Yeah, I won't be shocked to see a Bears upset a Lions team that's kind of stumbling a little bit. Uh, golf is not the same. They have the pieces. I'm uh, on Ron State Brown is a just a fantasy machine and receptions machine, but the bears have got a little fight in them and they're, they get uh, the running back back Foreman's back and they're going to throw Khalil Herbert and they're going to throw uh Roshan Johnson. They're going to do a three headed monster at these guys. And in an ugly weather game, I won't be shocked if they can actually eke one out at home against the Lions, who's a dome team, bring them down, get them in some ugly weather run it down their throats and just keep doing it and see what happens. Kind of a Dan Campbell game. Well, will we he be able to see match the Bears, though.
1: All right. I like that play, too. Looking over the board, I, I kind of, I mean, I think you said it very well. I kind of like where the Bears are. Lions, I, I do like both running backs with the Lions, but again, like you said, that could be some conditions. Get a team that's in the dome outside. Could get ugly. Run the ball a little bit. And uh, Fields moving a little bit, running the ball. I kind of like that, too. Where's old man in the garage going? I like his plays, too. I do. I like Tampa. Tampa's dogs against the Falcons. That Falcons team's just tricky. They're not bad at (laughs) home. But that coach is tough to trust. Anything on that game, Matt?
0: Real quick? Yeah. um, The problem is I don't. I don't trust either of those coaches. That's a bad coaching game. That total might drop. Although, no, because that's in the dome. Yeah, I mean. Earlier in the week, it you, was like
1: 39 and a half in a dome game. That's that's low. I mean, That's real I, low.
0: I would side with old man the garage because Chris Godwin came back last week and finally scored and looked good. So I doubt I doubt that Bucs are going to be able to run the ball. Atlanta's defense is actually pretty good. Especially stopping the, the run. But if you can get Evans, Godwin, and then Rashad White out of the backfield, yeah, I'd say that's a legit shot for them to pull an upset.
1: All right. He's also on the Raiders. Raiders are playing, they're hosting the Vikings. Vikings are going to stick with Josh Dobbs. That news just came out a little bit ago after coming off, I think, a four INT game. I like where this Raiders team is. I think they're playing well, I think they're playing hard for this new guy. I kind of like this one also. I think the Raiders are going to hang in this game. Vikings, big game. They're trying to make the playoffs. I think this one's tight. I don't think that's a bad dog play, too. Overall, any thoughts, Matt?
0: Yeah, that should be a fun game. Uh, Justin Jefferson's coming back. The Vikings just, they need to run the ball a little bit. Madison, Chandler, they're, they're viable. But I think the Raiders might try to slow this down with Jacobs. And then they, too... Have an all-star wide receiver that they need to feed the ball to, but some reason Aiden O'Connell can't get the ball to Devontae Adams, and it's kind of nerve-wracking. I'm sure he's not happy. Uh, uh, but I can I'm tell gonna, by my
1: fantasy, I, two of my teams that they're not happy either with the record because he's not getting the ball.
0: A lot. Yeah, I think I think you're going to see a big passing game from Dobbs this week. I think if like if a lot of if anybody listening does a. uh DFS league, I wouldn't be afraid to throw Dobbs in there on the cheap.
1: Wow. Okay. That's great. All right. So old man in the garage, Tampa Bay Raiders. That's what we have fans. That's all we have. We broke it down pretty well. Hey, last week, I just want to say, thank you so much to everyone checking out on YouTube. Our clicks were fantastic. I really appreciate it. If You watch us. Here's the goal. Let's send it to five more people. Send it out and say, check these two guys out. They know their stuff. They're knowledgeable. And by the way, we're really good looking too. So that's what we know. We have it all <laughs> as Maddie last, but let's go. Let's get this thing going. We're going to get this a little bigger. And that's what we're talking about here. So we're going to hopefully get you some winners this weekend. And we're going to break down over the next couple of weeks, some really good bowl game action. We're going to keep breaking down the NFL. Any last thoughts? Matty.
0: No. Um, I think if you're going to get in on some futures, you better do it now. You summed it up on Prescott, on Purdy, before the lines get way too low. For a little money on each. Uh, you already missed out on C.J. Stroud as Rookie of the Year, but you might be able to find something in like defensive Rookie of the Year. Still a few names out there. Some guys playing well. The kid in Seattle's actually got a decent shot. The cornerback from Illinois. I always like a little futures because if your team's done like mine is, it you, gives you a little hope.
1: Hey, another one. Josh Applebaum put a good one out before the Monday night game. I just want to give out to our, the audience here. Keep an eye on Joe Mixon receiving yards. He's doing really well anyway. And then since this backup, Browning's come in, he was um, 2-0. and And then Monday night, um, it was only like 19 and a half on his receiving yards. Had that in the first quarter. I don't know where it's going to be. This week, bad conditions maybe, but keep an eye. He's 3-0 with the new quarterback with the over on that. So there you go, everybody. Thank you so much. Hey, check it out. Send it out. Give us a thumbs up. Matty, what do we always say?
0: Hey, bang your boogies! Thanks for listening to the Notebook Wagering Podcast. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss any episodes and be sure to follow at Notebook Wagering. Until next time.